0: This is Art House Roadshow, a podcast on film, faith, and mental health with your hosts Kyle Myers and Hank Spaulding. Welcome back movie nerds to another episode of the Art House Roadshow. Today's Episode is uh, not our full episode. I am flying solo today. This is your host, Hank Spaulding. My host, uh, co-host Kyle, is not with me tonight. Um, but today's review, a uh, movie review, we have several kinds of episodes here at the, at the uh, Roadshow. And as you know, one of our more um, popular ones is our movie reviews. And so today I'm coming at you with a movie review of The Batman, which comes out uh, stateside um, in theaters on Thursday. Uh, but before we get started, just want to remind everyone, if you're interested in helping out the podcast, the best way to do that is to leave a review. Um, and wherever you listen to the podcast at, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or even Podbean, I know that uh, it really helps the podcast get uh, some recognition. And, and some other people who might be interested in podcasts find our podcast. And so please do that. That'd help us out a lot. We would uh, love to see that on the list. Well, anyway, today I'm going to do a, a brief movie review of the Batman as I said and uh, this is a movie I've been looking t- forward to for a while um and I think that it's it's one that uh is has been very anticipated by a lot of people. Um I was able to score an early screening of it uh which is really cool. Uh so I thought I would jump on and give a spoiler-free review of the Batman. After Thursday I'll probably jump back on just like I did with Spider-Man: No Way Home do a spoiler-heavy review and give more of my thoughts on maybe some of the uh, moral, ethical, and and cinematography stuff that they did in this movie that I thought was really cool. But today I'm just going to give a spoiler-free review. Maybe if you're on the fence, uh, this might be something that'll help you decide whether you're going to see the movie or not. Well, anyway, uh, just to get started, um, I liked it. I liked it. Um, Just to kind of, you know, without spoiling anything, um, I was going to give you some of my favorite Batman stuff. Um... From past live action films maybe some comics and cartoons uh so that if you like those similar things then you'll know that you'll also like this film without uh giving any spoilers Uh, i think my favorite batman of all time is the nolan batman um it's that's the one that i saw roughly in high school college um and seminary uh, in the first kind of formative years of my late teens, early twenties. And so that's when one that stuck with me. Um, but I also have a very deep affinity in my heart for the cartoon, which is what I grew up with in my childhood. Um, you know, Kevin Conroy and uh, Mark Hamill, um, uh, voicing over classically Batman, uh, Bruce Wayne and, uh, the Joker. So, um, I like those the most. I actually did really enjoy Batfleck. I know it's a departure for a lot of people from, um, what batman was you know if you watched um ben affleck's batman in the justice league he did a lot of killing and uh you know that the nolan batman did not and so um people felt really strange about that but you know uh, keaton's batman also murdered people there's that scene in uh, the uh, batman returns where he uh places a bomb on a guy and drops him down a sewer (laughs) so um it's not like uh batfleck was the first one to do it and they drew very heavily from uh, the Dark Knight Returns um, comic book run. And so um, that's a really helpful uh, kind of thing to think about before one jumps into um, critiquing those those Batmans. Because I like Ben Affleck too, but I think um, uh, the thing that was really the strength of Ben Affleck, even I would say over and against um, the uh, uh, Christian Bale Batman, was the fact that um, Ben Affleck played such a very uh, convincing uh, Bruce Wayne um, you get some of that with um, the uh, Nolan Batman. I don't think anyone's going to beat the Bruce Wayne that was offered by uh, uh, Michael Keaton, but um, I still feel deep affection for um, the uh, Bruce Wayne's that were portrayed by um, both Ben Affleck um, and Michael Keaton, maybe even more so. So maybe I would say that my favorite Batman is the Christian Bale Batman, and my favorite. Um, Bruce Wayne is probably um, uh, is probably uh, Ben Affleck and so with, with a maybe a short um, eh, and maybe, maybe it's Michael Keaton so maybe it's a tie so favorite Batman is Christian Bale uh, favorites Bruce Wayne is either Michael Keaton or Ben Affleck and fortunately uh, with the new Flash movie coming out we're going to get to see both so really really cool anyway um, so that gives you some hints on like the kind of themes that I liked Um, really loved the cartoon really loved um, the uh, uh, the Nolanverse and uh, the Justice League stuff Um, I I liked Arkham Asylum too I know that's a video game I I think that universe is pretty fun and then some of the newer stuff that they've done comic and cartoon wise like Hush and uh, the Long Halloween Um, those are really fun um, comic book cartoon adaptations I also really like The Killing Joke we talked about that a little bit on our um, podcast of the Joker so anyway yeah I liked it overall Um, felt very familiar um, if you've watched any recent Batman stuff uh, especially live action stuff and uh, very kind of dark you get that from the trailers too Um, you know it's a younger Batman probably one of the younger Batmans we've ever had especially in the live action version um, and, uh, they, they lean really heavily into, um, the year one kind of long Halloween hush vibe, um, in the movie. I mean, this is supposed to be basically year one with Batman, even though, um, they identify pretty early, uh, that Bruce Wayne has been at the, uh, the, uh, the crime finding vigilante shtick for uh, a little over a couple of years. And so this is, um, uh this is not right away and they even say that in the trailers and so uh hopefully you've not you've seen the, the trailers for this uh film um to be able to know that this is kind of a dark um roughly couple years in but he's still a relatively young uh crime fighter and things like that um but i liked that vibe i thought it was kind of cool i thought the suit looks great um you see some inspirations from a lot of different batman suits um in some sense the um the chest piece looks a lot like the one from the arkham games uh, you have got the kind of the cowl and the the cape from long halloween hush um and some just really interesting gadgets you know it's it's less of a uh utility belt and more of kind of uh utility other things and so you'll see what that is um if you watch the this movie but it looked great i thought it, it looked great uh um, he does a, a very good job, Robert Pattinson does, I think, of playing um, a, an early career Batman. Um, I think you'll really like him in that role. Um, it's really interesting um, because they, they released a, a, a funeral scene online um, that you see in the trailers. You know, there's a scene where um, Bruce Wayne is, um, you know, grabbing a kid and pulling him out of the way of a speeding car, and that, that was in the very first trailer. That was actually released online ever ever, anywhere um but you also get a lot of the the batmobile which again i think is good and it, it matches really well with the year one year two kind of comic book run of what the batmobile looks like at that point um and so you know some of the more kind of like outlandish batmobiles that you see like in the keaton um kilmer clooney batmobiles um, this one's very grounded. I'd say the whole film, really, is very grounded. Like, you can conceivably see how somebody could do this. Um, and that's one thing I always really appreciated about Batman, is there's a lot of groundedness to it um, in, in ways that other uh, comic book heroes don't. But, you know, I, again, like I said, I liked it. I think it was good. Um, some more things that I liked about it. Um, like I said, um, it, it, it gives an honest look at what it would be like for an early career vigilante to kind of be developing those relationships with law enforcement um and you know to make mistakes i think that's um really cool to see like him make mistakes um and i I like that a lot I, i won't tell you which ones and how he does it but i think it's really interesting like he's um you know to kind of contrast it with batman begins with christian bale you know um there's that scene in the batman begins movie where you know he meets jim gordon and kind of holds him hostage with a stapler and then he jumps off the roof kind of hurts his ribs um, and then decides he wants to that's where he gets the cape idea from to help him glide um, from place to place and so um there's a you know that's that's a mistake but for the most part the the batman you see in batman begins is very polished you know like all of his fights you know like i think of that very first fight where he actually has the suit uh where he you know captures carmine falcone and and this is batman begins mind you with christian bale so i'm not spoiling anything for the 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 batman starring robert pattinson um but anyway in that movie remember he goes down to the docks and he um he you know finds the bears and he like fights off like you know 30 guys and like you know no one touches him and things like that in fact for the most part in that movie uh, when he fights people he really doesn't get uh, beat in hand-to-hand combat you have this the scarecrow who kind of blasts him with the chemicals and sets him on fire um he gets picked up by alfred and then um you know his final fight with raz al ghul um that uh he he kind of takes some licks there um, but for the most part, he's just kind of, like, beating up everyone and everything. Uh, this is not the case um, for this Batman. He definitely takes some licks. Um, and that's really, really interesting to see uh, him do that, you know, fairly frequently. He's not a perfect fighter. He's still kind of honing his craft in that regard. Um, another thing I really liked about this movie, and you get this from the trailers too, and if you liked the, the hush um, run of uh, comics and then also the, um, the uh, cartoon. like it's real detective based. And so I think you'll like the kind of mystery elements. And so if you are kind of on the fence about Batman movies in general, there's also a lot of great mystery and kind of like detectiveness. So the, like the, the Death on the Nile, which is, is out, is a good detective mystery film. This one itself is also a very good um, mystery film and I, it kind of keeps you guessing um for a good portion of the film and so um i liked that fallibleness and that kind of year one feeling and then the, the the real detective piece right so like um you know that was one of the things that people criticized the Batfleck version um of batman is that he's not as much of a detective in like for example batman versus superman he's just kind of blowing stuff up and things like that i don't really buy that but i think it's uh, i think it's it's really um given here this detectiveness um anyway uh, one thing i also really like about the year oneness is the uh um the jim gordon relationship uh it's it's such a fun relationship i think that um jeffrey wright is such a great actor um and he does such a great job playing off of uh, robert pattinson's batman uh and things like that and i think that uh i think that's a fun relationship to explore like what it would look like for this cop to kind of put his neck out for this vigilante because even in the the trailers, you see that there are scenes where, um, uh, where Batman may not necessarily have, um, the best relationship with police and it's kind of tenuous at best. Um, and, but Jim Gordon is kind of the guy who he trusts and who trusts him. And so, you know, what it would be like for Jim Gordon to be, um, uh, having to do that and like to put himself out there and then also just kind of the difficult relationships he would have to navigate with his superiors in the police department which i think is is pretty good but uh, the strength of this movie if it is a nowhere else um because i mean you know the the batman kind of the the brooding dark character of batman has kind of gotten some you know <laughs> um some hilarious jokes about it like you know sad a sad batman you know those those things with batfleck um, but uh, the uh, this one uh, definitely has like the dark, rainy Gotham, you know, and, and that's you know you see that all the time. I think I, I leaned over to my fiance who I brought with me to see it tonight, um, and said, "Does it ever stop raining in Gotham?" You know, and and if you watch this movie, you'll know exactly what I mean by that. Um, so anyway, uh, the uh, but the strength of this movie are the villains. I think the villains are just really great. Um, not only uh, in terms of the main villain, which is played by Paul uh, Dano, who plays the Riddler, and is just—he's just fantastic, like just so good. He plays this unhinged kind of character. The only real—the uh, only version we've seen live action um, uh, so far has been—I'm um, pretty sure—and um, so you can you can correct me if I'm wrong in the comments here. Um, but I'm pretty sure the the only live-action version we've had is Jim Carrey. Um, other than, obviously, the old Adam West TV show, which I didn't really watch a ton of. But um, the Jim Carrey version, which I think was good in its own right. I mean, he just really um, over-killed that kind of, like, character for sure. Um, and, I mean, in a good way. In the way that Jim Carrey did in the 90s. Um, but this Riddler was just terrifying. In the same way that, like... The um, the uh, uh, the Joker by Heath Ledger in the Dark Knight truly terrified me as a Batman villain. the The Riddler did that today. So Paul, Paul Dano and he's he's a, such a great actor. He you know he was in There Will Be Blood and he played that kind of corrupt priest. Uh, and fantastic actor and so he really brings brings that talent to this role and does such a great job with it. I was just so impressed with him, and I think you will be too if you enjoyed it. But it's not just him. It's it's other, as well, like uh, um, John, uh, John Turuto. Uh, tur-o, sorry, tur turo turo There we go, sorry. Um, it's late. I apologize. He plays a wonderful Carmine Falcone, um, and I think just a real interesting layer, the relationship that he has to... Uh, to to Bruce Wayne, I won't tell you exactly what it is, but um, it's really interesting to kind of see. I think it's I think it's fun, and so again, didn't have to shine so brightly as a villain, and not even the main villain. He did such a great job. And then lastly, um, Colin Farrell. I got to give props to Colin Farrell. He does such a great job um, as the Penguin and Oswald Cobblepot. Um, if you watch the show Gotham, um, there's a very interesting dynamic with um, Oswald Cobblepot, uh, in that show. It, it's not the same dynamic here, but there's some shades of it. I, I, you know, he, he's, uh, he's a very interesting character. Um, and I know that, um, uh, DC is actually going to explore a live action penguin show, I believe on HBO max, um, starring Colin Farrell as the penguin. And I'm really excited for it after watching this movie. I think he's, uh, he does a fantastic job, uh, and he's just completely, unrecognizable right it reminds me a lot of um the uh uh the way that uh for example christian bale um um plays uh his characters right just completely unrecognizable in all the different movies that he's been in um none so more than vice right um as a cheney right um uh you know christian bale is completely unrecognizable in that film and uh the same is true here which is ironic because christian bale also played batman but yeah great job by by the penguin i I loved the amount of time that they gave him and allowed him to kind of develop his character and and really just feel um feel out um that purpose they also have you know and this is this is really funny they have some fun cameos in here from characters whom you know will be villains at some point, uh, and there's one um, cameo especially that I'll talk about in the spoiler uh, review um, that I thought was really fun, and I'm glad that they did. Um, but yeah, just such a such a great job with the villains. I mean, even Selena Kyle with uh, Zoe uh, Kravitz, I think she did a great job. I, I didn't like her as much as I enjoyed Carmine Falcone as a villain, and um, and and. Uh, and the penguin and just like with every other version of selena kyle when there's a batman around we're not including Halle berry's catwoman but um you know she plays a kind of a dual side of things she's she's um more um kind of plays both sides of the good good and evil right and and they play off that um kind of well in this film. And so she does a great job, but I again I, I love the Riddler, love the Penguin. I think Carmine Falcone does really good too. Um now some things that I I mean, oh well this before I move on to things I don't like, um and this isn't really a thing that I liked or disliked, I'm kinda indifferent towards. Mostly because I'm not huge into the comics. And that's not to say that the comics are bad. I think the comics as source material are just wonderful. But right now I just feel a little dizzied by it overall um they depart significantly from like kind of the traditional i would say storyline of of the characters they bring in a lot of like new 52 uh which is a new print run that they ran of the comic book characters there's some backstories to some some main characters that are different than maybe than what you've heard before um and so you know that's something to keep in mind coming into they play a little bit with some of the uh, mythology um in ways that you may or may not like but it's a little bit different um but things I didn't like, I think that the cameos and easter eggs kind of go a little bit overboard. And I say that not to say that I hated it. You know, I didn't hate it. But I think that they could have waited on introducing some characters. Like, you know, I mean, just off of the ones I named, right? The Riddler, Carmine Falcone, Penguin, just off of that, those are three very big characters to the Batman universe. Um, and, and they're not the only ones, like I said. Um, and they could have done, like, to wait a little bit. Um, and I think that there's, some, there's a virtue of patience that could be involved here um, that I think would be uh, helpful in the long term if they would have just um, let it play out a little bit more. They, they were a little impatient with some of the people that they introduced and I think rushed a few characters uh, to, to a sense that was a little disappointing, I think, in some sense. Um, so it's important to to keep that in mind but that's just me you may you may like all those um, Easter eggs uh, another is is the kind of the nir- nirvana Bruce Wayne it's very it's a very significant departure you know this is this is something you've seen I mean some people have used the um, the phrase emo Bruce Wayne um, and that's partially because um, Robert Pattinson kind of has like a look of kind of a um, more of like an alternative kind of uh, in this movie at least um person like an al- kind of alternative look alternative kind of approach to ba- uh, to bruce wayne you know we have these very polished versions of bruce wayne that we've seen before um i'm not saying that those are the only ways that we should look at bruce wayne i think that there's a lot of virtue in it but in some sense i feel like he um he being robert pattinson is such a great actor um in that he is able to kind of i mean say what you will about twilight i know that he's very polarizing in that sense but um i think he has the ability to bring more to a role and i felt like his his portrayal of bruce wayne was a little flat um and you know that's that's something that i I wish i would have seen more of out of him um like i said i think he plays the batman great like very great um but you know the hard thing about playing this role is you have to play two very different characters on screen. You have to be this Bruce Wayne billionaire um guy and then you also have to be this very powerful um vigilante that should strike fear into the heart of criminals. And that's 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 a difficult thing to do. And so by no means am I saying that um somehow um he should be faulted for um for these that kind of flatness. But uh, for me it was just a little under underwhelming with that um but yeah I mean like I said I overall I think um I think Robert Pattinson does great uh Robert Battenbat as uh, I've been calling him since he got cast in the role uh, one thing I've learned ever since Batfleck well actually it's Heath Ledger I remember way back when I was in college hearing that Heath Ledger um was cast as the Joker that I thought nah, there's no way that guy would do great the only thing I'd ever seen him in was uh The Patriot with Mel Gibson and A Knight's Tale which is a really older, um, very interesting um, uh, story about a knight, right? Um, which you know, it's it's not just any knight. There's I know it's like, uh, it's like has some mythology attached to it, but uh, it's actually the first movie I also saw Paul Bettany in as well, who obviously plays the Vision recently. So anyway, I thought that he would do a terrible job as a Joker, my favorite Joker of all time. I think he does a great job. Um, same with Ben Affleck. I thought it was dumb that he was going to be cast as batman um but he really blew me away i I think he really did a great job and so you know i um i'm willing to admit that when it comes to to batman character casting (laughs) that i have no ability to predict who will be good and who is not and so completely suspended judgment with uh, robert pattinson i think you should too i think he did a great job um with the role overall um just a minor thing again with what i said that I, i i wasn't really a huge fan of but Um, Like I said, I liked it overall. I thought it was a a good showing. I think that if I were to give my rankings of Batman, uh, or like Batman kind of franchises, you know, let's just talk about... uh, Well, let's do live actions with Kevin Conroy cartoon in there. So my first would be Christian Bale. Uh, Second would be uh, Michael Keaton. That's just overall, uh, because I think he... um, Actually, no, I'll take that back. Him and Ben Affleck are are tied for number two. So Michael Keaton, Ben Affleck for number two. Um, I would put Robert Pattinson right there at number three. Um, And then I would do um, uh, the Kevin Conroy, probably tied with uh, Robert Pattinson at number three, um, if not number four. And then... um, Val Kilmer and George Clooney I could have done without those um at the time I loved them when I was a kid but I, I'm not a huge fan of them uh in those roles and so um yeah um really liked it I thought it was right there with number two people who would be interested in this movie uh also might be people who are interested in political thrillers there's a lot of kind of politics in this movie and I think that if you're interested in kind of like the political um situation in our world there's some really good. Um, corollaries there Um, really interesting connections um, with the Wayne family too Um, I think it's a real honest look and I think in some sense and I don't want to spoil this at all um, so this is not a spoiler but if you've watched the Joker I think you'll see the influence that that movie had on this one and I think there's some really good things to be learned from that and some bad things to be learned from that Um and so I'll talk I'll dig into the little political side of it more in my spoiler heavy review. But I liked it. I hope you'll go see it. Let me know what you thought. Uh tweet us at Art House Road and uh or at either myself or Cinema 1978. I actually haven't even talked to Kyle about it yet because he hasn't seen it. Um I'm sure he'll see it sometime soon and we can get his take on on this as well. Well, that about does it. We're wrapping up here today in our very short episode. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Don't forget to leave a review at the places where you listen to podcasts the most. That's a really great way to help out the podcast. I'll be back with a spoiler-heavy review of The Batman um, either later this week or early next week uh, just to kind of get us um, into a little bit more deep engagement with the themes of The Batman. And then you know that uh, coming up in March, uh, which is this month, happy March everyone, Um, in the season of Lent, which actually starts um, today. As I'm recording this, it is 12.37 a.m. on Ash Wednesday, and so um, we'll be talking about in Lent the movies of um, Terrence Malick and how those uh, impact our life, and look forward to also hearing on Easter in April, Passion of the Joan of Arc, and then the summer in May We'll be doing the beast of no nation. And so if you want something covered on the podcast, please don't hesitate to reach out on Twitter or um either in our personal accounts or um, on our main account, email us, let us know. We'll throw up a poll probably sometime in the summer to see if there's anything you're interested in seeing or hearing from. Um but either way, I hope you all are doing well. Happy um, Lent, everyone, or I hope that you uh, have a uh, go worship somewhere on Ash Wednesday and get your ashes imposed um, for this special season that we're about to enter into reflection um, and remembrance of our own finitude. But take care, be safe, and we'll see you next time here on the Art House Roadshow. And that's a wrap. Thank you for joining us on Art House Roadshow. We'll see you next time.